Okay, guys. <laughs> Welcome back to Giver. We are back. We are back. Up uploading this episode a few days late. Not our fault, but kind of our fault. I was traveling. I was who's, traveling. Whose fault is it if it's not our fault? This is true. It is our it's, fault. We should have sure. planned better in advance, but it's okay. We're doing it now to get this up for you guys. Mm -hmm. And welcome back. Welcome back to the show. Yeah. How are yeah. you? I feel like you were in, wait, were you somewhere before Chicago? Yeah. I was in Jersey. Oh yeah. You went to Jersey and then you flew right to Chicago. Yeah. So I was gone for a while. Do you feel like crazy? Like, do you feel like frazzled and stuff? A little. Yeah. yeah. A little bit. I just, and then I got back to this Airbnb last night that we're renting Mel mm -hmm. and it's literally like a college frat boy has lived there. There's, because Christopher's been there, <laughs> there's like food everywhere, boxes stacked, shit everywhere. I had to get up this morning and I was just like cleaning, but it's okay. It's fine. It's just. They, they just have completely different standards of like living I, quarters, I you know? I cannot cook in a kitchen with just like dirty pots and pans stacked up and like food crumbs all on the ground. I'm like, this is actually disgusting. Like I'm stepping in food. I'm like, I know it's, it's, I, Ian is very clean in terms of like clutter and like putting things away, but sometimes but I think I'll, that's because of you. Yes. 100%. <laughs> that was learned, but yes. I think, well, I think because he's so good with that, I don't really say anything about anything else, but sometimes I wake up and there's like, the counter is dirty. I'm like, did yeah. you not wipe the counter? Like, do you not see that there's like grease on the stove? Yeah. And I just like, I hate it, but I know. I mean, I, I pick my battles because he, like he cleans everything so immaculately yeah. other than yeah. just like wiping surfaces, you know? Yeah. No, for sure. I mean, Christopher doesn't really do anything. No. No, wait, tell them the story of when I was first coming down and he was like going to you for like <laughs> advice on like what I, what he should get to like clean his okay. house, the sheets. First of all, I mean, there was a little bit where I think I was like offering to come clean his apartment for him. I might've done it a few times, oh, that but when, like you, when you were coming down, I don't think he even asked me. I think I was just like, like, do you have a duvet? Do you have sheets? <laughs> And he was like, no, I don't need that. I'm like, you need to get a duvet and you need to get a duvet cover. This is before I met of you guys. And like, <laughs> Melissa's like setting him straight. Oh my God. Yeah. He's actually so, so thoughtful, but I just don't think like men think about like the house like that. You right. know what I no, mean? No. Yeah. No, it's okay. And I get it. I give him some grace because we have been busy and it has been like a shit show and like. Well, he's so busy every day too. I feel yeah. like he's being pulled in a million different directions. Yeah. Yeah. So it's fine. But I just got up this morning and like cranked it out. So I still need to unpack because we're going to be there for like three, four months. Who knows? Yeah. But it's okay. Um, Wait, can we? Okay. You guys, every time Melissa's on this podcast, she's in huge oversized clothes. That's just what she <laughs> likes. Your arms. I'm not okay. Mel, your arms are gone. I know. I've, I listen. Thank you, first of all, but I feel like because it's so new to me that I still like look at myself in the mirror sometimes and I'm like, oh my God, like what's going on? Like, I feel like my entire like shape composition is like, I mean, different than it's ever been my entire life. Yeah, this is, this is wild. You look amazing. First off, 
Thank you. But like, you are so little. I have never, you've always had very lean arms. Even when you're like muscular, like they're always like lean. Like she always has a little shoulder cap, like, but you're built. We're now, you still have the same like genetic shape, but everything's just like shrunk. I know. Ian was touching. literally lost a lot of muscle, but that was the goal. Yeah. (laughs) Ian was, Ian was like touching my arms the other night and he was just like, what he, he, he even when he like holds me he's like so confused because like I've been leaner obviously but my I'm 152 pounds right now girl when you were here and you were going to compete that your lowest weight was like 151 right I was 154 oh my god it's crazy to listen I was kind of freaking out I'm not gonna lie because I don't want to I don't want to lose it all. Like I still like, I still like looking like a strong, like I still like having muscles, you know what I mean? And like the upper body I'm super comfortable with, but the lower body I'm getting kind of like worried that I'm losing everything. And then I trained yesterday and I like did quad extensions and I was like looking at my quads. I'm like, okay, I'm still fucking jacked. And Ian was like, I don't think you, you don't have an accurate like representation of you losing all your muscle because you think like even you losing what you're losing now you're still a very muscular person yes but it's like it's weird when it's your own body I'm sure you can relate yes for sure for sure and I get I get what you're saying with like the body composition changing like you're small but you're maybe not as like I fucking hate the word tight but you know what you maybe you're not as like you said you're very tiny but you're not like as lean but Mm -hmm. I actually don't mind that at all. And I feel, I feel my best like that, like not being super shredded. I could weigh the same exact weight, but if I'm like shredded with like veins and shit in my abs, I don't feel as good. It's just like probably how you feel now. Does that make sense? Kind of? I don't know. Like when you used to compete and then now, like, yeah, it's so, it's so so different. And it's weird because like, I don't know, everything still feels tight but it's just not i think it's like less dry if that Mm, makes sense yes yes like you have like a little layer but it's like tight and like just smaller but Mm -hmm. it's not bad no No, like you look amazing my mom was even looking at your instagram she's like what is melissa doing i'm like mom i don't know she's on an operation to like lose muscle she's like even her face it's so beautiful like it looks so good she looks so natural i'm like you just look so good. Like you look so healthy and happy. And like, that makes me really happy for you. Yeah. I feel like I finally am just like living for me, if that makes sense. And it's, I don't want it to sound like I wasn't living for me before because I was making the decisions. I was like driving the car, but I was like following the wrong directions almost. Like I thought Mm -hmm. that I wanted to be a successful figure competitor and I wanted to like gain muscle in my back so I could be good at that and I wanted to get like thicker glutes so I could be successful as that at that but that's not actually what I wanted I just thought that the success was like making me feel good and gonna bring me something Mm -hmm. and it was like taking away from like I don't know my decision for how I want to look and like people are asking me at the gym they're like what's like like I see you you're on the treadmill how many miles did you walk like what's the deal like why are you trying to lose all this muscle I'm like it's purely aesthetic like yeah yeah it's just I want to look in the mirror and be like wow you look fucking good and it was 
for a while, I mean, for a really long time, years, I wasn't really comfortable. Even when you were super lean, but like more jacked, you even said like, sometimes you'd be like, oh, like my arms look too jacked or I look yeah. too ripped. Yeah. Where you want to like now, I think because now you're like making the decision for you and not mm -hmm. doing it like for not anyone else, but like other reasons besides, hey, this is like what I want. Mm -hmm. Like it really changes your whole aura. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you just like start when people are like, oh, you look like happy or like, what did you do? Like, what's the thing? It's like, you're just like doing what Melissa wants to do for Melissa. Yeah. That's it. And like yeah. everything changes when you just like follow your alignment and what feels good and like cancel the outside noise. I feel like you really just like things start to change and just start to like naturally kind of like work, you know? I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's still effort because you're obviously like, I'm trying, like there's yeah. effort going into this, but it's almost like there's energy that's being spared that was being used before on like forcing myself to do these things. You know what yeah. I mean? Whereas yeah. now it's, I'm in alignment. So like that energy is not being used to be like, okay, you have to do this. This is, this is the plan. You have to do this. Like, mm -hmm. I don't even need to think about that anymore because I'm just like following my gut and my heart. Yeah. And it's like, so like, no, it's not easy. You know what I mean? I'm still hungry. Like I'm still like, I'm, tr I'm trying hard. Like there's a lot of effort and there's some periods of like moments where I'm uncomfortable, but it's, it's just so different. I don't know. It's like, yeah, it's yeah. so different. Well, I'm so happy for you. You literally like, look like you just shine differently. Not because you're like, oh, I lost muscle, but just like you just, your energy seems and feels happy. And that makes me happy for you. Like you yeah, literally, I, like, I feel like comfortable. Happy. I yeah. just, I just feel like, yeah. Whereas before, like I would almost, it, I was carrying around a bit of shame. You know what I mean? I like was elaborate, like, just like, like the things that I knew I was doing to my body, mm. I felt a bit mm. ashamed. So even if someone was like, oh, you look so good. I like, couldn't even accept that because I'm like, at what cost? Yeah. I also like, I don't know if you, if someone's telling you like, I don't know, for example, your hair, if someone's yeah. like, I fucking love your hair. Like it looks so good, but you don't like it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, yeah. I don't know. It just, I just feel very comfortable and it's like a conviction in like my actions and my decisions. So honestly, even if someone were to come up to me and be like, and some people have said it, like you looked better before or whatever, like it, it actually doesn't matter to me. Whereas yeah. before, if someone came up to me and was like, oh, you look like a man that would really, really affect me. Mm -hmm. Now, like someone commented on my photo or something and said that I looked manly and I didn't, I, I actually had 0% of a feeling to that comment because I'm not doing anything to my body that's against my femininity. Whereas yeah. before I was, and I knew yeah. it and it bothered me and I'm mm -hmm. not, maybe it, if it doesn't bother other people, I totally respect that. I, part of me kind of wish that I didn't really care so I could still compete and like get to my full potential. I'm never going to get to see that, but yeah at what cost, like, was yeah. I doing that? And it's not yeah. worth it. You know what I mean? No, I completely agree. And I think it's more powerful you doing what you want to do for you mm -hmm. and being like convicted in that rather than just like, Oh, I could have seen my full potential. Like, who, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I just feel like you doing what you want to do for you is ultimately like the yeah. best. Yeah. I mean, if you succeed at some, if you succeed at something that you're like good at, but you don't even like doing it, like, is that really success? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's so wild. Like, I'm just like, oh my God, 
God, you're a little peanut. And you have these great tits. They're just like, <laughs> the boobs are so big for like your little chest. Ian literally said that. He it's was like, so- the small... <laughs> the smaller you're getting, the bigger your boobs are getting. Yeah. I'm like, oh my it's god, so- my implants are probably going to be like way too big for like this yeah. new. It's okay. You might just have a little bit of a stripper look for a while, but it's fine. Like, own that shit. I love it. <laughs> you look great. Yeah, just enjoy it until they need to come out. But I said to him, I'm like, there's no way that I can get pregnant and still have these in. Like, my my boobs well, you- would be out to here. Yeah, yeah. I can't. You have you have pretty big implants. Um, but you would actually want to take them out before you get pregnant. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, it's, it's hard because I feel like after babies, women usually want a a reconstruction because especially if you breastfeed Mm -hmm. and you don't really want to like go under more than you have to. Yeah, I agree. Um, but it's really hard for me to picture myself like being pregnant and like feel trying to enjoy it as much as like one can and be comfortable and having like I don't even know what size they would be they would yeah they're they're now they would be like yeah they'd be huge because like people's boobs go up like almost four sizes when they're pregnant yeah I know like they get like yeah literally how big are Leah's right now um to be honest (laughs) they're uh yeah she had a baby five weeks ago I think now um, listen, they're not super big, but she was flat no. before, but they're like okay. big for her. Yeah. Like they're full of milk. They hurt or not. Uh, right? They hurt. I don't know if her boobs hurt. I think her nipples were like sore for a bit, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. She's, uh, she needs to heal. You know what I mean? She had a C-section yeah. and I think she's oh, yeah. just, she's ready to be able to like walk around and do normal life and I feel like that's hard when you when you have a baby oh for sure for sure even just recovery from pregnancy whether that's like you know c-section or you know vaginal delivery like Mm -hmm. or at home birth whatever it's like intense I I, I I'm just like wow to moms who just like not snap back like their body but then but can just like I don't know get up and boom, do something the next week. Like having a, growing a human and then delivering a human, I feel like is a, a huge energy, just hard on the body. Well, you know, when you have a newborn too, they have to eat. I think it's every like two to four hours. Yeah. And so when you start feeding, mm-hmm. like as soon as they latch the boob, the time starts. Mm. And then by the time, like the timer goes off, they need to eat again. Usually, honestly, they're probably asking to eat more frequently, but can you imagine having to like have someone eat off your boob every two hours? Yeah. Yeah. It's like like a lot. You're you're just, you're, I mean, Leah says she feels like a dairy cow. She's like, all (laughs) I do is like feed this baby and she doesn't sleep. She's waking up every two hours every night. It's wild. I just, I'm watching her and I'm like... Yeah. yeah. I'm like, wow, this is like the most noble thing that any human yeah. can do. Literally. Yeah. I completely agree. Wow. Well, that's amazing. So funny. Like we're on this, like you're losing the muscle and like what, you know, getting, getting to how you want to look and whatever. Um, so I just posted like right before we get on the pod, this reel. So I like counted the other day, like how many days until I'm 30? <laughs> 74 days out, baby. But 
not that like that matters. Like, but sometimes when you have a goal and you're working towards something or you are clear about what you want to accomplish, mm-hmm. it makes the process easier, mm-hmm. I, I find. Yeah. So I'm going like the complete opposite of you, Mel, because you know me. And like, I've just been like lackadaisical with my training. I train, yes, but I'm just kind of like, meh, when, like, just kind of, you know, go through the motions. And like, when I competed, it was like, get small, get lean, get super tiny bikini. Like you're like a little stick with muscle and you're just tiny. Mm-hmm. I've never really focused on like progressive overload and strength training, like proper. Mm-hmm. I've never, ever in the 10 plus years I've been in like the fitness industry, I've not once, I've not once like followed any type of specific program to try to like build muscle or build strength. Zero. I know that's really like fucked up <laughs> to say, but I never have. I just never have. Okay. So, so what's, what's the goal? So my goal is I'm going to try to eat more, even if I put on body fat, like I'm just going to like not get scared because sometimes I'm like, oh, I want to eat more. I want to fix my metabolism. And mm-hmm. then I put on some weight and I can tell like usually like in my hips and like kind of behind my butt and like a little mm-hmm. on my lower stomach. And then I'm mm-hmm. like, oh my God, no, I'm going back to like training, like, you know, super intense and doing a ton of cardio. And I just, mm-hmm. no, I like can't let myself get over that threshold. And why I don't think you need to like I don't think girls need to do like crazy bulks, but I think for me and like my body type, I do need to put on like some healthy body fat to put on muscle. I do. Mm-hmm. Like I really do. I just, mm-hmm. I, I need to eat more. I need to eat more protein. Yeah. I just have to, I, I just do. And that's like a goal I want to see if I can, I can just ride it out, baby, <laughs> into my 30s. I said, I want to go into my 30s strong see if I can build and just see and like if I don't like it okay whatever I'll just go back to like my little walks and chilling and training how I want to train there's nothing wrong with it it's pretty ironic that we're just like on complete opposite journeys right now you know what I mean no like this is so great we could talk about this though you know because I'm like I want like tips from you on like progressive overload and like strength Cause I don't even like you just increase weight every week. Like, I feel like I need to get on a proper program. How did you um, decide this? Like what happened? I just, I have looked the same for the past three years. You know, I go up, fluctuate like maybe five, seven pounds, like here, or there, but I've just looked the same and I don't not like how I look like I'm, I'm fine with it, but I, I kind of, I miss that feeling of feeling really like strong in the gym because mm-hmm. like I can go into the gym and like do decent weight, but I'm, I, I struggle a lot, mm-hmm. a lot. And I've even put on like some weight right now. And when I was in Chicago, I went and I was like, Oh, I'm just going to fuck around and like, let me deadlift <laughs> Deb's with me. She's doing the bar Deb's my mom. <laughs> and, uh, I like add some weight and I'm like, like the weight I would max do Mel, which is like 25 pounds aside. Okay. And I'm like, Oh, that was like, light and then I like keep adding weight but I've been I've been eating I swear I've been eating and I felt I'm not even in my like ovulatory phase and I felt so strong I was like oh my god like this is a really cool feeling like I actually don't know the last time I've like wanted to keep adding weight to a bar ever and I got up like past the plate on each side which is a lot for me 
relative for me. I feel like people don't. Okay. Courtney's eating habits are very good. She's extremely healthy in terms of what she puts in her body, but she does, you do eat pretty low calorie. I would say, yeah. And it's sporadic. It's like, I'll eat a lot and then I'll not eat for five hours. And then I'll eat a lot at night. Cause I didn't eat that much during the day. It's just too up. It's just like all over the place. Yeah. You yeah. Know. Yeah. I feel like, and I'm noticing that now cause I'm eating pretty low calorie right now. <laughs> and my my endurance and my like strength is so different than mm. I'm used to feeling. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I, when I trained yesterday, I'm like trying to work out and I'm like, Oh my God, I can see, I can feel it. And it's not, it's not like, I feel like you have to eat like pretty low food for like an extended period of time. It needs to be like mm. consistent. Mm -hmm. It can't just be like, Oh, like your weekly average, for example, like a lot of people will eat like birds for a few days and then they'll eat heavy and then they'll like, you know, mm -hmm. but if you're yeah. to go like week over week and you're eating like a bird, like that's really going to show up in oh, the yeah. gym and even in your energy, honestly. I was just going to say, I am so fucking over like this one o'clock, two o'clock, just like I'm dying. Like mm -hmm. I am so tired. We're now like I woke up this morning and of course there's like none of my like special creamers and shit for coffee. So I'm like, I'm not having like shitty black coffee. No. So I didn't have coffee, but I had energy and I like cleaned the whole house. Like I, and I'm like mm -hmm. about to get my period where I'm usually like so tired. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, the energy, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but no. that's a huge component. I, yeah. I feel like I just want to feel, I don't know, just different, I guess. You know, I feel like it's like a vitality thing when you feel like you're like fueled properly. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you feel like mm -hmm. you can do things. You don't gas out as fast. Like mm -hmm. you can go to the gym and you can exert effort and not feel like you're, you know, going to pass out or like whatever. Yeah. And like, yeah. obviously, I mean, passing out is extreme, but when you're training like heavy and when you're lifting heavy weights for like 60 minutes, that's a, that's a lot on your body. Like, yeah, for sure that's a lot on your nervous system, on everything. Like, I mean, progressive overload hypertrophy training is like no fucking joke. Like that's, yeah. it, there's a reason why when you train like that, you're so much hungrier. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I know even just watching you like train over the years, like with Ian and Mark and Julian, like how much, how gassed you would be. And mm -hmm. I never got like that, but you, but Melissa would train until failure. I'm like, what's training till failure? She's like, come on. No, that's like, not, I just, I feel like a lot of people, especially, I mean, no, not even just girls. I feel like a lot of people have no idea what that is. And like, I don't even think I knew no. until like I started training with Ian seriously, like two years ago. And right. I mean, I've been competing for 10 years. I've been yeah. like training like this for a long time, but I didn't know, like, it's hard to understand what training till failure is until you actually have someone like do it with you and show you, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then you're like dying and you're yeah. gassed. And then you're so like, I, oh, I'm supposed to feel like I actually can't move and yes. like keep going anyways. Yeah. We're like, I used to kind of train like, I would go a little heavy ish. I would say medium range, but then like, like I feel like women can do higher volume than men just yes. naturally. Yes. Like we can, we can do the 20 rep range. We can do more plyometrics. I feel so I would just kind of lean into that because mm -hmm. I wasn't, I didn't, I don't think I had the proper fuel actually to push heavy weight. Mm -hmm. So I just like jumped around and did more like endurance, you know, superset, superset, superset type of training. And it's not bad. 
No. Like I think time and place is great. Like you might lean into more like high volume right now and supersets and just, you know, something different than obviously like you used to train, which I'm sure your training has completely like how many how many days do you train? <laughs> Two. <laughs> well, I just recently started like feeling like I'm ready to get back under weight at all. Okay. So since February, which was when I decided to kind of like stop and change my body and my routine, I hadn't lifted weights once. And then I did wow. legs once with Ian, I think like maybe two or three weeks ago now. Mm -hmm. And, or no, I did it alone. And then I tried to do legs three days later with Ian. I couldn't, I was too sore. And then I did legs by myself and it was very half-ass. Yeah. Like I did a few things and the gym was so busy. Someone took my like hip, hip thrust machine. Um, I did like a pretty heavy set of straight legs yeah. with 45 pound dumbbells. So that's okay. nothing. I used for to do, yeah. I used to do eighties for like 15 each hand. I'm, I'm now doing 45 each hand thinking like, Oh, it's okay. I'll be fine. Um, I did three sets and like, I was probably going close to failure. I shouldn't have done that. Like when you go back into the gym, you need to start and kind of like amp it up. You know what I mean? Like start you slow. Yes. And, you, and you start gradually. and like, don't go till failure, like yeah. wait to see till your recovery starts to catch up till your eating starts to catch up. And then you can start actually training till failure. I went probably almost till failure. I didn't have a spot and I didn't like drop them, but definitely my last rep was like forced. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I did three sets like that and I could not walk for almost 10 days. My hamstrings <laughs> felt like they had been ripped apart. And like ripped, like torn. Yeah. Torn. Yeah. And Ian's watching me. He's like, why are you walking? Like you have a dick up your ass. I'm like, I cannot walk right now. And it was 10 like, days. Yes. Oh my God, Mel. And like, listen, within those wow. 10 days, like I mean, I think we had gone out to eat three times where I like went in on Italian food. Like, it's not like yeah. I was just like uh, eating, like, I mean, I was probably, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I think it was just, I'm not used to training and I'm also doing a fuck ton of cardio. So that's going to affect my recovery. Yeah. And then I trained yesterday for the first time since that workout with Ian and I did legs and I'm still training like. I mean, progressive overload hypertrophy yeah. for my lo for my lower body, because yeah, to be honest, upper. no, not upper. No. If I were, yeah. if I, I might go back and start doing like light kind of, um, not circuit training, but like superset training for my sure. upper body, yeah. just do like an upper day, mm -hmm. but my lower body, like I do need to put on, especially my glutes, like there needs to muscle needs to be gained. Like it's like not, yeah. it doesn't look pretty back there. You know what yeah. I mean? No, you're just, you're just tiny. It's just, everything just shrunk. It's not like Well, that. and you know how like my butt was always small, even when I was competing. Now it's like very empty. Like it's super yes. empty. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I feel like even with my glutes, like if I don't train them, like they kind of just like deflate. Yeah. Like I swear, unless I'm like holding body fat. Yeah. Some fat does go to my ass. If I'm not, I just feel like kind of like soft and like deflated until I like pump blood in there and like, it like kind of bounces back a little yes. bit. You know? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So that's where, that's where I'm at. And I think I'm just going to do 
I'm probably going to eventually start to do two lower body days a week and then one upper yeah. body day a week. So I'll do like three days with weights and then the rest will just be cardio. Yeah. And then cardio, you're just walking. Like you're just low impact. Have you started I, your running yet? I, or started, no? I started sprints last week. Really? Um, yeah. And it was fucked up. It was so hard. But it's also like so getting hard. It's getting to the point where the walking is too easy. Yeah. At, yeah. at the as fast as I can walk, it's now my heart is like, you know, your heart rate eventually just doesn't get up anymore. So I yeah. need to start something else. Yeah. But, I love sprints. I yeah. I I hate them, but to like burn fat and like to do it effectively and short, you know, it's a short amount of time mm -hmm. and it's like so effective and mm -hmm. just phenomenal. Like mm -hmm. sprinting is phenomenal. That's what I used to do when I competed. I would sprint and do like like circuit training with like battle ropes and flipping a tire and like pushing a sled. I didn't really like get on like traditional Stairmaster for like an hour. Never. It goes by so much faster I used to too. Yes. Yes. You just, and you feel like, holy shit, like so good after. Yes. So good. Yes. Yeah. That's so good. Okay. So I, can you explain to like me kind of, like I kind of know, but not really. And like someone listening in your opinion, mm -hmm. what does training to failure mean? Like what, what does that look like? Like pushing, I heard you say something like pushing past like a rep you think you can't do like this, you know, like, what is it? I mean, I, I think that to train till failure, you, you need a partner. You know what I mean? You okay. You do to, because yeah. there needs to be someone spotting you to, to train like a forced rep, for example. So when you feel like you yes. can't do a perfect form or you have to like, you know, modify to like move the weight. Mm -hmm. that's kind of, I would say near the end of failure. And then once you start having someone like needing to like help you, so you literally cannot stand mm -hmm. up with the bar on your back. You need someone to like help you a little bit. That's failure. And then you have someone helping you okay. and that's training past failure, but it's, it. it's also like, I don't, I don't think it's necessary to build muscle. I don't. Okay. Um, like you I, can do it without that. Yeah. Someone doesn't have a training partner. Like, yes, 100%, 100%. I think if you are picking a heavy enough weight where it's challenging and you're doing enough reps mm -hmm. that you still feel like you're like gassing yourself out, I still think that you're, and you're eating, obviously you're yeah. going to, you're going to put on muscle, but I do think honestly, the most efficient, fastest way is to like train as far past failure as you can. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I need to find someone for a few leg days so I can Why really don't you just train try with to... Christopher. Yeah. Maybe he'll actually want to, if I'm like, I'm going for strength, babe. He'll be like, fuck yeah. Let's go. The thing <laughs> like... is, honestly, I think if you look at this as like a thing where you're like, I want you to teach me how to do this. I am coming yeah. in here as your student. I want you to teach me and I want you to push me. I think if you actually commit and let him do that for you, number one, yeah. you're going to get what you want because he obviously knows what he's doing. And yeah. number two, you guys are probably going to end up becoming a lot closer. Yeah. Because we, I always would joke, like I could never train with Christopher and you would train with Ian every day. And like, 
the chemistry between you guys, it was like great. Were me, I think because I like, I didn't feel, I don't know, strong or like, I kind of like know what I was doing. Like when he would try to help me, I would just get like, not annoyed. I would just be like, yeah, yeah, but I can't like do it that way. I like squatting better like this. And he's like, okay. Yeah, you know, but you actually like you shouldn't have your ego up with your partner. Your partner, especially as a woman, like trust me. I know we we want to like look like we have it all together. Our our men do not yeah. want that. They want to help us. They want to yeah. teach us. And like if if you're to just kind of like submit and be like, okay, tell me what to do. Like I I don't know. You know better. Teach me. Help yeah. me. That's yeah. gonna make him feel good. And like, you don't need to, yeah. be de- you don't need to be defensive to your partner. You know what I mean? Like, no. but I know the thing is yeah. if you're feeling insecure about him making jokes about you in the gym or him yeah. saying you don't really try, that's obviously mm-hmm. going to affect you. So mm-hmm. now you need to say like, listen, you used to joke about it and you, you're right. I, I've been like stuck and I need help and yeah. I don't want to be insecure about it anymore. I don't want to have an ego. I want you to show me and I want you to teach me. And I am, I want to come in as like the most ignorant person ever. And you are the boss. Yeah. Yeah. I can do that. I can do that. I definitely felt like insecure before, like with Mm -hmm. like what I was doing and like, Mm -hmm. I can't go heavy. This is like embarrassing. Even with my partner, I'm like, ah, Mm -hmm. fuck. Like, just Mm -hmm. don't worry about it. You worry about you. I'll worry about me. So thanks for that. A lot of, a lot of people in the gym, I think don't want to look like they're trying you know, or not trying. They yes. don't want to look like they're yes. failing, you know right? They don't want to look yes. like they can't yes. do something. But I mean, training for muscle is all about doing things that you can't do. Oh, I love that. Oh my like, God. That's so good. It's, I'm quoting you, Mel. And like, if you watch people, if you watch people in the gym, when you're like motivated by them, or you're like, wow, that girl looks like such a badass. She's not just mm-hmm. like, breathing normally and like train you know what I mean she's trying yeah. like yeah, there's no she's like pushing. Yeah. yeah like you crying in the leg press oh my god that was the worst <laughs> you, set you, of my life can do like oh yeah girl no seriously though but you like like that is like wow that's like effort you know not saying if you go in the gym and you don't have that you're not trying but for me for muscle like you just said you have to you have to be pushing like you have to yeah it's, but I also just, I also think it's it's like it's not comfortable you know what I mean like it's yes it takes time for you to become comfortable like making sound or breathing hard or crying or like or dropping a bar like it takes time to get comfortable because that's not like I don't know that's something that people might feel like nervous about or embarrassed about but like I don't know. I find that shit very motivating when I see yeah. girls training like that. I don't, yeah. I honestly never see girls training like that. No. There's like so many girls at the gym I go to that are so fit. They're like probably in their early twenties. They're like, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? But like, have I ever seen a girl like actually like training hard and heavy? Not really. Yeah. They're far and few between. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And I like, it's just about doing like what you feel comfortable with, right? And like what you want to do. But like for me, I really do want to like go into like, like actually try for strength and try to put on muscle because I've never really honestly like tried that hard. Like I would have these mini off seasons when I competed where I'm like, oh, you know, eating a little more, but I wasn't like, there was no plan or structure on like how I was training to like put on muscle before I started dieting again. Like Mm -hmm. never. 
just mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, work out a few times and like lift a little heavier, but nothing crazy. And like, there was like no really legit. No, the, the focus, the focus was really on you, like just getting your food and your metabolism yes. back up. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. And then it's like time to go again. Yeah. I was and like, that's just, how I was too. I wasn't, yeah. I mean, until yeah. the end, but yeah. So maybe we'll just keep sharing along this muscle building slash muscle losing <laughs> journey for both of us. But how do you feel like physically that you don't have as much muscle, not like how you look, but like internally, excuse me. Like, how do you feel in an internal, like, do you feel like you're super healthy? You can move easier or no? Or you're like, I feel the same. Like, no, my upper body for sure. I can tell it's looser. You know what I mean? I feel like before I would have like really tight delts and like tight chest and like my back and my traps, like all of that is very relaxed, but like my lower body is still fucked, you know, from walking on the treadmill and stuff inside like do you have more like energy because you are lighter or or no or are you just kind of like I'm the same like it's you know do you feel like I I I mean I do feel better because I'm lighter but not necessarily different from like when I would just get leaner you know what I mean I feel like every time I'm lighter, it's like easier to move and to run and to like, I couldn't have run when 40 pounds ago. Like I would be like, you know, an elephant on the treadmill, but I feel like, I don't know. It's just, I just feel like more peaceful all around. I just have like way less anxiety because I'm like, I don't know. I'm just like natural. And like, I just feel like healthy and yeah. I think that's what my mom meant when she was like, oh my gosh, Mel looks so good. She looks just like different. I'm like, she's just like a glowing, peaceful little angel. <laughs> You're just like, seriously though. I'm like, I, I have to ask you, I have to ask you a question actually. I, uh, I was on, I did like Fuad's live podcast. Like, I don't even know how long ago that was, but it just, yeah, yeah, it was a long time. Yeah. It just went on YouTube. Okay. And Ian's like, oh, you should read the comments. Like everybody loves you. So I go and I read the comments and like most of them are nice, but there's yeah. one that, well, and it wasn't even mean. It was actually, he, some man, I think it was a man wrote like, Mel is so beautiful inside out. I wish she would see it and stop fucking with her face. Uh. And, and I kind of like, I read it and I'm like, oh, like I, okay. Like, I'm not sure. And I asked Ian the next day, I'm like, does my face look like really plastic to you? And he was like, no, but like, I see you every day. So I don't, I yeah. don't know. And yeah. I kind of was like, it's not the first time I've heard someone say like, stop fucking with your face. Like, you know what happened with me and like, whatever. Yeah. When when someone said that about me, but like, I'm like, is it, is it because my lips are so big that people think that I have a, pl- like I'm fucking with my face so much? Like, what is it? I don't know. I don't even really know how to, I mean, you liked your getting your lips done, but I feel like your lips look smaller. And I also don't think it's like a big deal. I don't know because like your face is literally like completely natural. Well, my face is, I know my face is my, and you're, you're tan and you have like, like beautiful, like almond shaped eyes and like your eyebrows are lifted, but that's not like surgery. I know, but that I, I, I I was trying to, I'm just like asking people because I obviously see myself every day. I don't know. I know I have lips that are big that are fake. I tell people they're fake because they're obviously fake. And, uh, I asked Ian's buddy because he came to the gym with us the other day and he was like, I think it's because like your like weight changes and then it changes the shape mm. of your face. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. 
Maybe. Do you feel like you look like fuller with more weight? You know what I mean? Like you're. Yeah, no, I feel way rounder, but I, I would never, I don't know. Maybe people think that's like filler that I'm putting in my cheeks or something. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Cause I like, like, I like my face better when it's more deflated, obviously. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't, I don't want to have a swollen face, but yeah. when I, when I gain weight, it, a lot of it goes to my face, you know? I'm the same. I'm the same. And my face looks a lot more like, like sunken and like chiseled mm -hmm. when I'm smaller and I don't have like even 10 pounds on me. Like it will go like in here, like right in this area, mm -hmm. my cheeks. Mm -hmm. But no, I don't think it's, Mel, you're beautiful. Like, no, I it. know it's, it lips. was, I, it was more just out of curiosity. Cause I was yeah. like, well, thank you that you think my face is plastic. Like, yeah. uh, you know, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, oh. no. People just, you know, you just got to fucking just, just take it for what it is. Like what, um, how was your visit with your dad? It was good. Yeah. It was actually great. Yeah. It was really good. I spent, sometimes uh, when I go back to Illinois, you, you know, the smell, but like for the listeners, I'm from Illinois. Um, I, I got out right after high school. Like my hometown isn't something I love. Like I know my family's there. I, I do love them, of course, obviously. But I think like I had a really bad end of high school experience. I lost a lot of friends. I'm mm -hmm. like, fuck, I don't want to see a lot of people from high school. Like I'm just kind of like, Bleh. like I don't love going back there. My parents are divorced and like my, the house situation like is not chaotic. I guess when I was younger, maybe it was like a little chaotic. But sometimes when I go back, I'm just like, fuck, like it's just... What's the it word brings up those for? feelings. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Yes. It just brings up kind of like, oh God, like I don't want to be here. But honestly, I was there and I was like, I was really grateful to like be around my mom, be around my dad, my little brother, my older brother, my stepmom. I like a lot. Like I felt like just like at peace. I didn't feel like anxiety or I didn't feel like irritated and I didn't feel not that my family makes me feel irritated but just like I think there are just things from my past and like growing up in my childhood and stuff with my dad and whatever that just bring up a lot of feelings but I just was like I was just grateful and I wasn't you know sometimes like when you get in a certain place and like you want you feel like you need to like control things and you're just like you, you kind of make it worse for yourself I was mm -hmm. just like let it fucking go. We're just here. We're having a good time. Like just, it's good. And it, it worked. Like I what, felt. What do you think has changed in you that like allowed this visit to be so different than the past? That's such a good question. I don't know. I, I'm not sure. I, I think, I don't know. I, I don't, see like my family a lot. So when I do, I just want to like actually be present and take in moments. And I, I saw my grandpa and my grandpa's not doing well. He's 91. He just turned 91. Um, and he's definitely at the end of his life. And I don't know. I just, I just like, that's one thing that is promised to all of us, right? Like we're not going to be here forever. Like death is the one thing that we are all like that kind of, I'm not trying to sound fucked up saying that, but it it's true. Like it's, it's true. And I just want to 
when I'm with my family, when I'm with people I love, I just really want to be present. I don't mm-hmm. want to have all of this like negative energy and like, you know, and try to control things and be pissed and live in the past. I'm like, just no, like all we have is right now. I'm going to be here. I'm going to switch my perspective and just lean into that. And it just changed how I showed up, you know, but it was really good. It was, it was, it was really good. I enjoyed it. Even That's in nice. some of the chaos. Yeah. It was. I'm happy. Thanks, Bill. Thank you. I feel, I feel like our perspective changes, like, I mean, our reality, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like how, how we see something or someone or some place I feel like can like just change the whole experience. And if you actually just like shift it and you're like, okay, it can like, I mean, change your life really. Totally. Like, remember what we were talking about? You were going through your thing and you're like, I'm just switching my perspective on it. I was like, it's out of my control. I was going through, I brought the example with Poppy and like her shoulders, like super effed up and she's having all this like nerve damage, whatever. But I'm like, she's still like a happy little puppy and she still loves me and wants to play. And like, she still can walk and she still has her leg. And like, I'm grateful. It's like, it's okay. What what happened? Like, was it yesterday that you posted that she had to get Um, like a IV or something? Like, what was it? So I don't really know. Okay. So we go into the, so she was acting kind of like weird. Mm -hmm. Um, like a few days prior, like she was like, our Frenchies are like tired, you know, they sleep all the time. Yeah. She was like, extra tired and then she started to and she's never done this like the only time poppy has done this is when she was a puppy but she peed in the house oh in her bed so i'm like oh she for sure has a uti like you know bladder 100 percent. take her in and obviously like if you let a uti go it can like affect your kidney so i'm like let's just like get on some antibiotics whatever nip this in the butt like it's not a uti her like we took got her urine. Like, it's fine. I'm like, what the fuck? What is it? Does she have like kidney stones, bladder stones? Like what's going on? She's like, not herself. This dog literally can hold her bladder for 10 hours. She will never pee ever, ever. Like there, this is, there's something weird. And she also did like a double pee outside. You know, when you like, when they pee and mm-hmm. then go again, remember bees mm-hmm. had that. And I'm yeah. like, Ooh, yeah. Like there's something going on. They're like, no, yeah. it's nothing. I'm like, okay. So anyways, like $2,000 later, <laughs> what it was like 16 17 because of all the tests oh my god ultrasound x-rays doctor visit um what else the urinalysis like twice they did it twice blood work oh my god i'm just like it's fine but she's my baby i'll do anything you know like for anyone we love like if anyone ever needed well, what's, what's the alternative yes. you like being anxious that there's something going on that you like don't know about you yeah, know what I mean exactly Exactly. so she was like severely dehydrated and mm. um they sent the second her like second urinalysis like her little second pee out for like a culture to see if there was like some different type of bacteria that was causing like some type of I don't know, infection, but she has no, ki- she has no kidney stones, no bladder stones. There's, I'm like, oh my God, this dog. <laughs> oh, she was put on oxygen. Oh my God. It was a shit show. So that the, and it was two back-to-back days, you guys, oh. it was freaking Wednesday. No, it was Monday. And then it was Tuesday. And then I left Wednesday and like her being in the car, going to the doctors both days in a row. So like Wednesday, when I left, she like thought she was going back there again. So like the anxiety, like I was just trying to breathe and stay calm. 
Because sometimes, you know, you always say, Mel, like dogs can read your energy. Oh, like when for you're sure. Anxious, you feel it. Yeah. And when Poppy's like stressed, I get stressed. So I'm just like, okay, let's just breathe. We're calm. She's going to be fine. It's okay. <laughs> we get on the flight. She's having fucking a full-blown anxiety attack. I'm like, oh my God. I take her out of her crate. I had this amazing man next to me who lives on a farm and like fosters horses and has a dog. And he's like, it's okay. You can put her out. And he's like petting her, sending pictures to his wife. Oh, (laughs) that's so cute. Calm down. It was all good. We made it back. It's fine. But yeah, it was a bit of a shit show for two days. And then I was like seeing my grandpa in the hospital in between. And it was just, it was a lot. So we're going to calm the nervous system and be good here for a little bit. How was it seeing Christopher? Cause that was a long trip for you guys yeah. to be apart. Yeah. It was like 10 days. It was so good. It just was chill. Like it was just like us and like, thanks for coming to get me. I know you're in the car for three hours and hate driving and hate me, but thank you. Love you. And it was cool. <laughs> just talked the whole way back and got home and went to like our new house and yeah. What's was... going on with the new house? Did you pick your floor? No. What's going on? The floor we want is held up in like customs in like California. Like, I I don't know what's going on. Like, it's held up. They will not release it. Customs like switch their whole policy. Really fun border stuff. Okay. So the the second option, we don't love. There's kind of like a green hue. I can't really explain it. Not green. It's like gray, but like not like blonde gray but it kind of looks like this greenish hue and like we just don't love it but why are these the only two options well we can switch companies but then like we don't want to get real hardwood floors because like mold issues in florida are these engineered hardwood are they vinyl yes it's engineered look at you knowing your shit girl yes engineered um but they're nice they're nice but the color we want that you would like love it could be like another month and then it just Why? holds up everything. That doesn't because make any sense. I know. It's the customs. It's the freaking border. So we're just waiting on this whole floor deal. So we'll see. I don't know. I'll figure do it you, out. But do you think you're just going to wait? I think so. I'd rather have exactly what we want. I mean, you know? it's your floor in your house. Like that's a big I deal. Know. Yeah. It's a big deal for sure. Like that changes the whole like. Yes. Yes. The builder was saying that yesterday. He's like, look, this is going to change everything. So I don't want to lay all this. And you guys be like, nope, we don't like it. Yeah. So yeah. But yeah. Anything new with you? Anything new you want to share in your life? Well, I'm sure there's a lot, but we like, you know, quick note version. <laughs> or you can go on as long as you want. I'm here for it. I'm not going to give a lot of detail because um, obviously there's like a process going on right now, but I'm having some issues getting back into the States. So we are working with my lawyer to figure that out now. Um, and honestly, like we're okay. Like yeah. other yeah. than not being able to spend time with you and Christopher, um, I feel like we're pretty solid where we are right now like in Canada it's summer like we're spending a lot of time with our friends and our families and we feel like Ian's getting a lot of therapies at nobility and he's just like feeling really the gym is great he's feeling great with his training partners and like we're redoing our bathroom we'll probably do our other bathroom now that we're staying here so it's just kind of like 
we're both happy to be here right now. I honestly, when Ian was like booking for us to go back to Florida, I was kind of like, let's push it. Let's push it a few weeks, you know, because yeah. I was so settled here. Yeah. Um, but I still obviously want to be able to come yeah. when I want to. Yeah. So that's just what we're trying to figure out now. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's been a crazy, crazy journey with all of this. And I just think I saw, um, someone, a few people that I knew at the gym the other day, and I was explaining to them the situation because people are like, what are you still doing here? And, uh, he kind of looked at me, he's like, do you think everything happens for a reason? Mm -hmm. And I was like, I think things don't necessarily all happen for a reason, but I think you can decide to learn and take the best out of the things that happen to you. And I think my entire last, whatever, three years or two years, I don't even know how long it's been at this point. My life has been a series of kind of curveballs that I couldn't control and I couldn't predict. Yeah. And I think before this period in my life, I was an extremely controlling, um, borderline, like harsh person. You know what I mean? I was very, I, I felt like I had control and I was the boss of my life and I was independent and I was fierce and all these things very much in my masculine energy um, and I think the last like three years have really shown me that like, that's not actually who I am as a woman. And that if I'm to actually just like release some of the tension and the control that I thought that I was holding over my destiny and over my life, I can actually realize that I'm a very like soft, beautiful, spiritual, um, loving person. And I don't know if I would have actually like seen myself like that if I didn't go through these hardships. Yeah. And it's, it's funny because wow. you, when you think about like going through like hardships or like struggles, you think about like becoming like stronger, you know, yes. I'm becoming stronger yeah. and I'm becoming harder. And it's actually been quite the opposite for me. Wow. I, Mel. I know how, I always knew how strong I was. That was never something that like came into question. And like, I'll always like show up when I need to, but I think it's almost showing me like the softer side of me, which I didn't, I don't know. I didn't even acknowledge before. I didn't even yeah. think it was there or think it was a possible side of me. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm thankful for everything that happens to me at this point wow. in my life. You know, that's a beautiful perspective. Seriously. Mm -hmm. And like mm -hmm. for you to gain that and like feel better than ever with who you are and your life and where things are at and letting go of control, that's like, that's like a great gift. Even like, though you're like, fuck, why is this happening? Like, why does, why is this so long? It's just like, look how it's like shaped you, you know, mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Well, I miss you, but I'm going to come see you. Yeah, okay. You're coming too, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. I was, Christopher said he was coming. I'm like, I, she better be coming too. Yes. Yes. Are you guys yeah. staying at my house? Or are you staying at my parents' house? Girl, I don't know. I like, I'm trying to decide if I want to bring Poppy because of her arm. Like she, Mel, she can't 
like walk. It's You're like, not getting an Airbnb when you come here. No, no, Don't no, no, be no. crazy. No, 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 no. I was going to have my mom come to Florida to oh. watch her. Yeah. Because your parents have a puppy. You guys have three dogs that like love to play and like yeah. Poppy, you know, Poppy loves them. I love your dogs, but I just don't know. Like she's kind of like fucked up girl. And like, you're, I don't want worry to, like, that they're going to like run around together and then yeah, she's going to get she, fucked like, up. Cannot like, it's like, she's just, yeah, I feel bad. Like you could tell she wants to play, but like, I'm like way too scared. These nerves are going to get like severed and then it's like done. Then the yeah. arms being ragged like it's just i yeah so no i was gonna have my mom come i already asked i'm like mom could you maybe come here so we could go there she's like yeah it's fine so yeah i'll see okay. you that's it good feel, i know i haven't seen you in a long time but it like it feels like we have because we like talk and like we do the pod you know but i know it's different like human Kind of interaction like together in person but it's yeah no I still feel very connected to you to be honest I feel yeah. like me and you have like communicated extremely consistently over the last yeah. like, six months like yeah. we're not I don't know it doesn't even feel like we really try we just like do now you know yeah, sure for sure whereas like my connection with my brother I think gets very um affected by geographical distance mm -hmm. and I I also think that's just I'm now presented an opportunity to like learn how to change that. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it doesn't have to be like that. No, it doesn't. No. Yeah. Wow, look at you. These shifts and changes. I mean, I, I feel like, especially <laughs> like all the other stuff that I was going through with the last couple of weeks, I just like, I have to just like let the fuck go. Like there's actually, yep. there's no other choice. There's yeah. no other choice. And what will yeah. be, will be, and I'm going to be okay no matter what. That's all that yeah. I that's all that I know, yeah. you know? I, I can say as like a friend and mm. like someone who knows you, like when I first met you like five years ago, there was even like, you know, year one, year two, year three, there was a very like, like you're an amazing human, but there was almost like a wall that just felt like mm -hmm. tight. Like you were in this like bubble wrap or something and you couldn't mm -hmm. be like this woman that you really are which is soft and like loving and like in her feminine and all of these things because I just I felt like it was like kind of constricted I don't know like you didn't know those parts were in there and like even though we haven't seen each other I feel like you are just like different like it's like you as a person hasn't changed you're always like Melissa to her core but like your energy, like people might think I'm fucking woo woo for this whole energy shit, but like the energy has changed, girl. I think I was a lot, I was a lot more guarded before, you know what I mean? Yes. I felt like there was like this like spiky wall that I kind of like, and it wasn't up all the time. Like sometimes no. it would come down with certain people at certain times, but like a lot of times it was up. And um, I used to always like, I used to, I, I knew it was there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I feel yeah. like I've always been self-aware, but I never really like understood why I used to always think like, Oh, it's because you're, I would always go back to this thing. Um, of like, I would be like an insecure or jealous woman. And that's why I would act like that. Mm -hmm. And it never really like fit when people would say that to me. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, honestly, I'm not trying to be like mean or anything, but like, I find men say that a lot. You know what I mean? Like if, yeah. if you say something 
um, that's not super positive and it's like a bit negative or whatever. I'm, a lot of times men will look at you and be like, you're just jealous. You're insecure. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I kind of was like, okay, maybe that, maybe that is it. Like, I'm not, I'm not so in my ego that I'm like, no, it's not. I was like, maybe yeah. it is it, but it never really fit. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually think I just, I still do. I'm working through it. I think I just have a lot of, um, like trust issues with, with people in yeah. terms of like letting them in or feeling like yeah. they're going to love me or feeling like they're going to like me even like that kind of was like, and it, it, it's not out of insecurity because I know my worth. I know my value as a human, but it's more out of like fear yeah. of like rejection yeah. or being right. a burden or like not being accepted, stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And, and, and like that just came out as like you said, like kind of that spiky wall because mm-hmm. I never got the vibe that you were like insecure and jealous and, you know, had these like. Yeah, but no, uh, not a single woman has ever said that to me in my life. I've never, never got that vibe from you. My, I just, I I have guarded. You were just guarded. You were just very. I have a lot of female friends. I'm close with a lot of women. They've never once told me that I come across as insecure or jealous. But like, I've actually heard a couple men that are like close (laughs) in my life say that to me, and I'm like, listen, that's a very simple way to maybe explain some behaviors. And I think a lot of men assume that all women are like, uh, like jealous of each other and hyper competitive and like com- always comparing. And I don't really find that to be the truth, to be honest. Yeah, I, no, find, I, don't I find women actually like really can appreciate each other a lot of the time. Yeah. I think there's like this weird narrative that goes on that like women are catty and all this stuff. And I don't really buy into it. For majority, no, I don't. No. For some, yes, I do. Or there's something going inside and, and it's that they are so like conflicted with inside themselves. Yeah, and they but it's, it's not still going to go into them though. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really not about the other person. It's about. Women yeah. at their nature are loving, caring individuals. We're not going to just like all of us only feel that towards like men and not towards other women. Yeah. I think it always comes down to something that's like unhealed and broken inside of the individual. And that's like, I don't know. I just, I feel like I just have a lot more like compassion for people lately. Mm. Oh, that's awesome though. Yeah. Well, so do you actually, you always have though. Yeah. I feel like I'm a very sensitive. You're a very compassionate and empathetic individual. Yeah. I I would say for the most part. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I feel a lot of people's feelings. Mm-hmm. Don't, you know, like I, I actually do, especially mm-hmm. people I'm close to. Mm-hmm. I like, I don't want to say it gets like, you know, sad or stressed for them, but kind of a little bit. That's not maybe necessarily the best thing, but I just feel a lot for others. Yeah. yeah. Do, do you find that like, you obviously don't like resent that. No, I don't. And you also don't run away from it. No, no. I used to not like that I was like sensitive though. Why I, didn't I, you like it? I don't know. I thought it was just like a, like you're like a weak, like you're just weak. Oh, you're you thought sensitive. it was a weakness. Yeah. Like a weak, like a weakness and just like not, you're not, if you're sensitive, you can't be strong. When now I like, that's not true at all. Actually. Yeah. How do you, know? you feel? How do you feel about your, your sensitive side now? I just posted something because, like, I followed the psychologist, um, and she mentioned something about like sensitivity, and I like resonated with it. And I just feel like it's a 
it's a gift to feel and it's a gift to feel for others and to be sensitive and to like experience that. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I don't shame it now. I'm just like, oh, like it's a great thing, you know? I also think you have to see what comes from it because like the ability that you have to connect with people and that people are so drawn to you, you're so magnetic is probably because of that huge part of who you are. You know what I mean? Yeah. Thanks, Mel. Yeah. I think Ian, so. Ian was on a live last night with like Tarek and uh, Bob Cicciarello. Oh yeah. The Olympia peeps. Yeah. He was doing the Olympia TV and he, um, he starts talking about like the family, you know what I mean? He's huh? like the family, like we have, we have sebum, like the, like most amazing genetics. And then we have Courtney King, Miss Olympia. And he said that you were like the, like the biggest doll ever on stage. Like everyone just like always like was so drawn to you on stage. Cause you were such a doll. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. No, I just, just me, you know, do you think I've changed a lot since we've met? Or no, kind of in different ways. Or maybe not. (laughs) No, I think you've changed a lot. I think. I just turned 25 when we met Mel. I turned 25 like the month before your wedding. I think when I first met you that you were so. Not ashamed. That's not the right word dismissive of the parts of you that you didn't really like Mm. that like it created a lot of like um inauthentic interactions and like defensiveness sometimes whereas now I see you as someone that's like almost able to accept yourself like you accept others and it's just made you a lot more easy to connect with on like a very deep level you know what I mean yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would have to agree. I feel like I had some, like, I don't like the word inauthentic, but it, it kind of was like, I wasn't trying to be fake, but I just didn't like these parts of it, me. And it was it, hard for you to connect. It wasn't even that you didn't, I didn't feel like you didn't not like the parts of you. I felt like you had spent so long um, ignoring them mm. that you just like kind of lived as if they weren't there. Yeah, And for me, I just felt like I never felt like you were being fake or like putting on an act. I never felt like that. I just felt like sometimes you, how you saw yourself or how you wanted to see yourself wasn't actually for who you were. And that just kind of changed how you like moved in the world. Whereas now I feel like you see yourself for all that you are and you're accepting and loving of it. So now how you move is just like you all the time. Yeah. And that's the most special thing about like creating a close relationship with somebody. Right. Yeah. And yeah. like, I don't care if sometimes like Ian's a dick or sometimes Christopher's irritable and he's not super gracious. I don't care about those things because they're being themselves with me. That's yeah. like the biggest yes. gift that anyone could ever give me. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And that's like true showing up authentically, truly you. You know, not like I was always like the girl, like, are you good? Yeah, it's great. Everything's fine. Like I couldn't ever like not be like the chipper, happy on all the time, smiley person where no one's fucking like that all the time. Like, Well, no. And like, I want you to trust me enough to be able to like, tell me if you aren't, or even mm-hmm. to tell me if I did something fucked up to you, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And I was, yeah. I was talking to Ian about this, um, 
today when we were driving home because I, okay, I'm going to use fake names. Okay. okay. Um, Johnny bought Patricia a present. Okay. And she didn't like it. Okay. But she didn't tell him. Okay. So I'm talking to Ian about this and he was like, oh yeah, well, I would have done the same thing. I wouldn't have said, I wouldn't have told Johnny I didn't like it. And I was like, I would have, I would have told you. And he was like, I know you would have. And I was like, oh my God, how dare you say that? And he was like, what do you mean? I'm like, am I a bitch? And he was like, or no, I think I said, am I a bad person? He's like, honestly, I think that makes you a better person. And I was like, why? And he was like, I don't know. You're being honest with me. Like you're yeah. telling, you're telling me that you don't like the present. Whereas Patricia's not telling Johnny, she's going and telling all her friends that she didn't like it. Yeah. 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 Where you're straight up. Literally we had a perfect example of this. Remember when he got you those Chanel earrings, like these oh. diamond Chanel things. And Melissa's like, Nope, not me. Like you weren't, you're like, they're great, but like, they're just not me. Like you were nice, but you're just like, hey, but you were yes. honest. And that's what he said to me. He's like, you're very nice. Like you always say like, thank you so much for putting in the effort and thinking about this. This is so nice. But like, yeah, this is a lot of money and I don't think I really like it that much. Yeah. Yeah. I respect and that. Yes. Would you do that if Christopher bought you something that you didn't like? I would. Now I would. Yeah. Before, probably not. No. I was just like, thank you so much. Like, you know? Yeah. <laughs> really be expressive. Yeah. Or even like when you ask, like, when you're, what's wrong? And I was like, oh, this fucking thing I'm dealing with my fucking hair. But like what I told you, what I just like, that felt like good. I'm like, ah, okay. A little safe space with Mel. Just like kind of, you know, get that off my chest. And, and you're always like that when I'm like, are you good? And you're like, no, not really. Like, like <laughs> but I like that. I'm like that, 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 that does build trust though. That yeah. builds trust. Yeah. And that's like the best thing. Like you said, like Ian can be a dick and Christopher can be irritable, but like they're showing up, like they feel safe. Mm -hmm. so they can be authentically them. Okay. Well, should we wrap it up? Yeah, let's wrap even, it up. We didn't really talk. Well, no, we talked about a lot, I think. We did. We talked about a lot. Just like, again, you guys, we're like, haven't talked, just hit record, boom, and get into it. No <laughs> outline for this, but it was good. It flowed. It was great. So comment below what other topics you would like us to talk about, guys. Um, thanks for dealing with the lateness and we will see you next time. <laughs> You're so cheesy. Do you feel awkward no. doing the intros and the outros? Yeah, a little because you're just so normal. You're like, what's up, guys? Welcome back together. I'm like, hello. Yeah, but yeah. Some, I listen to other podcasts and they have like music and then they say the I same know. thing every week. And I'm like, oh, I'm so unprofessional. I know. Me too. It's okay. We can be that together. Yeah. Just lean into us. Okay. Well, Wait, I love you. I love you too. And, um, I'll talk to you this weekend for sure. We'll yeah, of out. course. I'm, we're glad you're back too because I can't yes. do any more alone. I hate myself. Oh, you're amazing. But, okay, I'm glad to be back. All right. Okay, Bye, I love guys. you. I love, love you guys. You. Bye. Love you guys. Bye. See you next week.